0: Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, HOLO is here to help. HOLO is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God Dot app slash bread
2: Well, hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Lisa Hendy and Friends. So totally psyched to be back behind the microphone. And joining me today for what I know is going to be an awesome conversation is our guest Dominic Albano. Dominic is a Catholic author and speaker, a father of four, a baseball coach, a dinosaur enthusiast, and a burrito connoisseur. And last but not least, especially the author of the great book we're going to talk about today, The Fundamental Theory of Happiness. Welcome to the show, Dominic Albano.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me.
2: Well, as I was just telling you, the second that your book hit my desk, I was thinking, I need to talk with him. This is like such (laughs) a great topic. But before we dive into the book, you know, we just read your bio, but tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, your story and where you are right now in terms of your life and, and the work that you're doing.
1: Yeah, thanks for thanks for asking. I appreciate that. So I am uh, living in northern Kentucky, just across the river from Cincinnati, Ohio. So a lot of people, it's like a like, like quiz, quiz show, a little random piece of information for you, is that um, the Cincinnati airport is actually in northern Kentucky. So it's one of those weird cities where I usually just tell people I'm from Cincinnati, even though I don't actually live in Ohio. So <laughs> that being said... I work at the Archdiocese of Cincinnati, even though I do not live in Ohio. Uh, and that's how that, how that works out. So I'm the director of digital engagement. Um, and that's kind of the day job. And then I, I do writing and speaking and, and all kinds of fun stuff, uh, different little side projects. Uh, I, my background's in ministry. I, I came up doing youth ministry and campus ministry at high school. And I've, I've worked all the DRE kind of roles uh, in parishes and I started a ministry in, in Milwaukee, and then about five years ago, moved down here to Cincinnati. So uh, that, in a, a real quick nutshell, is is my background. Um, I, as you mentioned, I have four four kids, four boys actually, all boys in my house. Uh, so my son Anthony is uh, going to be turning eleven here in a couple of days. We're in like the midst of the birthday run right now. Which, <laughs> you know, I know might not be we might be out of the run by the time this airs, but. Um, at the end of uh, we, you know, we basically have over the course of five weeks, we have three birthdays. So uh, my kids will be, uh, let's see here, three, five, uh, uh, 11, and six. There you go. That's that's the order. Yeah, eleven, eleven, six, five, and three. By the time we, um, by the time we get through the birthday run, and then uh, yeah, and then my, there's my wife Rebecca. She's my high school sweetheart, and uh, yeah, we. We're living down here in Cincinnati, so
2: that's amazing what a what a great story and I was thinking that I didn't hear the drawl so I'm I'm <laughs> I, I was waiting to see, see if I was gonna get a ma'am or a sir in there from you but that's so great what a great background now I'm so I'm curious about the book so the fundamental theory of happiness how to find your purpose and be more joyful it's interesting when you pick up the book although this is from Ascension press um, right you don't necess- it doesn't necessarily scream on the cover I'm a faith-oriented Book, um, you know the the cover is. I told you I was I was moved by it because it's ice cream, one of the things that makes me happiest in life. Um, so why this book right now? Um, and how did how did the idea come to you?
1: I love that you mentioned the cover because I wanted people to look at the cover and the cover to just make you happy. So you know that's I'm I'm happy to hear you mention it. Um, yeah, you know the book and the cover actually like really plays into your your question there because. Um, it is a Catholic book, but, uh, so, so often I feel like our Catholic literature or our, our efforts in ministry, um, like if, if the path to God were A to Z, okay. If if those were the steps or, you know, ABCD all the way to Z, we start somewhere on like G or H. Okay. And I wanted something that started at A. Okay. So my, like, really, let's start at the beginning. Um, really when I was thinking about writing the book was like, if I could get, a friend or a family member who was not, uh, strong in the faith or just didn't share the faith, um, that, that I have. And they said, Hey, like, yeah, let's go grab coffee and you can talk to me about this thing. And, 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 you know, they would just sit down and let me talk about it. How would I start that conversation with somebody who didn't, um, already share the faith? And, You know, there's uh, I I think a lot of different ways you could start that conversation. But I I thought I would want to start on some like common ground. And that common ground would be everybody wants to be happy, right? Like it doesn't matter where you come from, what choices you've made, what your background is, what your religious beliefs are, your gender, your, you know, anything about you, right? Like everybody wants to be happy. So let's just start there and work from there to God. So that was kind of the idea of the book. Um, I didn't really see any other book out there like that. And, you know, like I said, a lot of Catholic books, I just don't think are written for that kind of an audience. And so, yeah, I didn't want people to look at it and think like, oh, that's clearly a Catholic book, or even that's clearly a religious book. Like if you look at the cover, um, you think it's a book about happiness and it is a book about happiness. Uh, but I often used with, with, um, Ascension Press is. We'd be talking about some of these different elements. We use the phrase "Trojan horse" a lot. <laughs> that the, mm-hmm. that the idea we were we were using these concepts about happiness and you know images of of ice cream to really be a Trojan horse to help lead people to God. So that was kind of the inspiration behind it.
2: I I've, I'm glad, but <laughs> when <laughs> when um when. Portion of the book, that movie, it's almost all the way at the end, but you basically you you say something like, and I don't want to say it exactly because it's not a perfect quote, but you basically say the um if you want to hack a quick way to be happy, one of the quickest ways to be happy yeah. is to help someone else to be happy. And that that phrase and the layout of your book, which reads, um, reads so wonderfully and it's it's so Um, inviting and and welcoming. And it's not a hard book to read, but it is it does infer to me that happiness um, means work and and that um, that we can make a choice um, if we feel unhappy at this portion of our life. You know, we can make a choice to choose for happiness. And, you know, it's not just a, a feeling that washes over us, but something that we can decide to do. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that because I didn't want the book to be heavy lifting intellectually or even like philosophically, but I did want it to be heavy lifting in terms of its uh, pract- practical and actionable insights, right? That that I wanted it to be clear that um, the ideas that were in the book were meant to be lived and that that is where the challenge would really be. Um, and so uh, it's it's definitely, you know, it's written with like really quick, short chapters. I mean, you can sit down and read, uh, you know, a chapter, even a section in a number of minutes, you can sit down. If you have only have five minutes, you'll feel like you accomplished something. And then also in that, it, you know, I hope it, it, it packs a punch in terms of some sort of practical, actionable, right away, takeaway. And I do dig into the big questions that people ask around happiness. You know, what does it really mean to be happy? What's the difference between happiness and joy? Uh, what's the difference between feeling happy and being happy? And so I, I talk a lot about that throughout the book. You know, One of the big questions people always ask is like, is there a difference between happiness and joy? And that's a fine question. I mean, it's, it's, it's a common question. I think everyone knows the answer to that question, which is yes, and uh, what people really deal with, and what I talk about in the book, is like what people really deal with is, well, they want to be happy and feel happy. And there's this innate sense that like happiness is a feeling and joy is something deeper than that, or more complete than that. But the truth is, and I and I and like this is what I say in the book. Like, yeah, you want the like lasting happiness, but let's not also ignore that we also just want to feel happy, right? Like, we want both, and so um, at times we can't have both. But everybody wants both, um, and God and God created us for both. That like desire is there because any you know honest pursuit of a lasting happiness will not end in anywhere but him if we, if we, you know, uh, if we refuse to settle and we're honest with ourselves. Uh, and so the happiness hack, I put that at the end of the book. It's, um, uh, you know, I think the chapter title is the number one happiness hack I know because sometimes you do just, you're just having a crummy day, right? Like I, I, it was, it was important to me that in this book we did not like gloss over real lived experience. That's always been important to me in ministry is that Ideas are worthless if they don't apply to you know your real everyday life. So, real everyday life talk. Sometimes you're just having a crummy day, or like sometimes you just don't feel good. Something bad's going on. You stub your toe in the morning. I don't know. Whatever it is, like you just don't feel happy, and you want to feel happy. And a great hack for that is just making someone else feel happy. Drive through the Starbucks line. And pay for the you know the coffee of the person behind you and hope that they didn't buy like a fifteen dollar latte right like but <laughs> even if they did you know it's, like that's fine if they did you know maybe you spent a little bit more but the you know that's just a a way to feel happy very quickly is by you know making someone else feel happy I don't think it always leads to that like deeper lasting happiness but if you need a quick jolt um, that'll do it We talk in my house with the kids we talk a lot about joy boosters mm-hmm. and how some sometimes you just need a joy booster you know. And I didn't really get into that too much in the book, but like sometimes you need an ice cream cone, you know, cause that's just, it's just going to boost your joy a little bit. And that's, and that is okay, right? Like that's part of the lived experience is that it is, oh, you know, we have hunger, we have, you know, all these different, like very human reactions to the world around us. And sometimes, um, you know, we can, we can boost our feeling of happiness and joy just by doing some little, you know, good thing. So Uh, So, yeah, you know, I really wanted the book to really speak to those just practical realities of our of our dealings with happiness.
2: I wanted to ask you about um, social media and and this dovetails a little bit into the work that you do full time, too. I mean, you are immersed in it for your career. But how how does you know, what's the reality of how we can we live in a social media lifestyle? Most of us do. Um, It's kind of a fact of life these days. And we and it does bring us joy and then it connects us to people, especially during times like these when we can't be with them in person. Um, But how how can we manage our use of social media most effectively to impact our happiness in a positive fashion?
1: Yeah, you know, one of the things in the book is my, so my wife, Rebecca, she has her PhD in neuroscience and um, she helped me out in research for the book. You know, I kind of went to her and I said, I want, um, I want, I want uh, evidence-based research from reputable institutions around the human uh, struggle with happiness. And, you know, I told her, you know, I I, I want like to hear from Oxford and you know, uh, Stanford and Harvard. And I, you know, I didn't want like uncle Bob's house of learning and what they, <laughs> cause if you Google happiness, you know, you can find a thousand different blog posts about what it means to be happy. Um, and those are, some of those studies are in there. And one of them I include was specifically about social media, because there are some really challenging ideas in there, you know, this, this study, and I, I can't remember which university it was off the top of my head, but, um, you know, they basically studied people's social media use over the period of a couple of years and did find that people reported that, so, you know, increased social media use led to a negative impact on overall happiness, right? And and we live in this social media forward world. And especially now, um, you know, with, with kind of the pandemic that we're all coming out of, everything went much more virtual. Uh, you know, I, I had so many people who I knew were not on you know various forms of social media who signed up just because they were at home, and so now it's it's just, it's only increased. It's not going anywhere, um, and yet you know social media presents a you know it's it's a great way for us to like lie to ourselves and to other people about what life is really like, and uh, it it creates a lot of you know, jealousy or, you know, you know, know, we judge ourselves, or judge other people based on what we see. And oftentimes it's very inauthentic, you know, in my work, I I go live every day on Facebook for work and I've got this set up in my house, you know, with the background and the bookshelf and it looks really pretty. And and most of the time, uh, if, you know, if I just turn the camera around, it's in my basement and the kids, you know, so the kids play down there. And most of the time, the basin's a mess, right? It's a total wreck. Um, but, you know, you don't get to see all that. You just see this pristine-looking background. And, um, you know, that's that can be what life is like sometimes. And sometimes we can settle for just looking happy or appearing like life is great. And we have to really be dissatisfied with that and really say, no, I want to pursue something more authentic.
2: Yeah, I, get, I think that leads me to what I, I guess will be my last question, which relates to spirituality and in a well-lived prayer life and how that might dovetail into a life that is fulfilling and happy how how has your own prayer journey and your relationship with god blessed your happiness level
1: uh i mean there's no i often uh so prayer there's just like no replacement there's no substitution in, in some ways I would say like there's, there's like nothing else, What I like to say uh, to prayer when I, you know, especially if I'm talking to like, I'll sometimes do evangelization trainings for parishes or I'll, I'll do, you know, webinars or that sort of thing for like young youth ministers or DREs or that sort of thing. Um, you know, the spiritual life, if you could, if you could think about like the spiritual life as a set of dominoes, Okay prayer is the first domino it's the first thing that has to fall it is the domino that knocks down everything else if you can get that if you can get you know if you can get a prayer life so many other things fall into place and uh, yeah for me you know so much of my life uh, didn't make sense until there was a firm foundation in prayer and anyone who uh, you know again going back to authenticity anyone who has, wholeheartedly pursued an authentic prayer life will tell you that it it is hard to establish a consistent daily time and effort of prayer. So, um, it's something, but, but it's, it's something that's totally worth pursuing. So I journal, um, that's how I pray. I actually, uh, I started off just, you know, writing in a notebook and it's, it's really simple. I write down, um, you know, I do like an exam. And so i I would write in a notebook, like the hour by hour, what I did. And then I would answer just a couple questions. I would answer like, what was like one thing from the day that I wanted to, to never forget? When was I at my best that day? What was one thing where I wish, um, I could take back or do over. And then I would take a, a, a question that Jesus asked in the gospels. And I would answer that question as if Jesus was asking me that question. Um, since, since starting to do that, um, I used to share that a lot of my talks because I, it, was, it was kind of what unlocked for me the ability to pray uh, and be really consistent with it, and I started sharing that with people. And then um, I actually uh, had that like printed up as an actual journal. So when I do my speaking and that sort of thing, or if you go to my website, you can find those journals if, if anyone wants to, to pray that way. But it's how I pray every day, and um, there's, no, there's just no doubt I mean, I, almost on the verge of like you can't, well, you definitely can't have authentic happiness without prayer. And it's also hard to even feel very happy uh, for any you know, length of time without prayer because so much of what adds up to happiness, like peace and clarity and purpose, only comes from prayer. So absolutely 100%, um, you know, prayer is just essential.
2: That's um, great wisdom. And don't worry, friends, we'll have links to uh, DominicAlbano.com in the show notes. So you can click through to uh, check out those resources. Dominic, any closing thoughts before we let you get back to your family and those burritos?
1: (laughs) You know, it's um, everyone struggles with happiness, whether or not they say it, whether or not they look like it. Um, It's, you know, everyone has these big questions around happiness. I really wrote this book, uh, one because because we have those questions and we need answers, and two because I do believe that it's a pathway to your you know uh, the people that you'd like to share the faith with. I really wrote the book. If if anyone's ever thought, well, I'd love to give my child, you know, my adult child, or my friend, or my neighbor, or my coworker, you know, a book about the Catholic faith, but I'm afraid they wouldn't read it because it's Catholic. That's who I wrote this book for. I wrote it to be something that they would actually pick up. And that's what I thought about as I wrote every page, you know, everything, the cover is designed so they'll actually look at it. And then the first words on the first page, the first sentence is written. So they'll actually keep reading. And the chapter, t- you know, even if they look at the, the table of contents, the chapter titles are written so that when they read that table of contents, they'll say, okay, I'll, I'll crack it open. So, uh, I wrote this book for the people that you love. And I hope it serves them well. I pray that it serves them well. And, um, you know, if you uh, if if you're so inclined and you want something like that, you know, it's 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 there for you.
2: Well, it's awesome. And definitely, friends, just go ahead and buy two because you'll want to give one for a gift, but you want it for yourself, too. (laughs) Dominic, thank you so much for your time. And I, I can't wait to see what next what comes next for you. And I'm just really grateful for the gift of this particular book.
1: Oh, thank you, Lisa. I really appreciate it. And thank you for doing the podcast.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Well, hopefully we can have you on again sometime soon. Until then, God bless. So so friends again the name of the book is The Fundamental Theory of Happiness How to Find Your Purpose and Be More Joyful. This is from Ascension Press and we'll have links in our show notes for how you can get in touch with um Dominic and um how you can get a hold of the book too. You can find that information as well as all of my contact information and past episodes over at my website which is lisahendy.com and definitely hope to connect with you on social media too. If you've enjoyed the podcast, would love it if you could- Leave us a review or rating and leave me your positive and and your critical feedback there, too. So thanks so much for that. And until next time, I'm wishing you and yours an awesome day. God bless.
0: Looking for exceptional coffee delivered fresh to your door, We have the answer. Our friends at Grim Bean Coffee. Produce small-batch artisan coffee using top-tier coffee beans. The coffee is roasted when you order, guaranteeing the freshest coffee possible. Check out Breadbox Roasts, a new line of Catholic-themed coffees, available at www.grimbeancoffee.com forward slash Media. Experience coffee like never before.